Ian O'Sullivan is here from Amnesty International Cork. They are organizing a gig this weekend for Ibrahim, and Kian is coming to talk a little bit more about that. Who is Ibrahim, Kian? Ibrahim Hlewa is uh, he's an Irish citizen, first and foremost. He was in Egypt in 2013 on the 17th of August and the 16th of August, part of that, in the Ramses area. He was in um, a protest against the overthrow of the previous election of uh, Mohamed Morsi by the Egyptian army. And uh, he was arrested while taking refuge in a mosque. And he has been in jail since without being on trial his case has been deferred about 12 times Amnesty International and lots of other human rights groups have very strong evidence and record that Abraham didn't participate in any violence or do anything that we would considered international law illegally took part in a peaceful protest this gig is it's a fundraiser for Amnesty generally so Everything collected goes into amnesty. The specific theme of the gig is to raise awareness for Ibrahim's case, specifically the fact that he's an Irish citizen. And we're hoping to get people to sign petitions and write letters. And also, hopefully, when they leave the gig, they might themselves take up an action. We'll ask at the gig everybody if you do one thing, maybe text your local TD, write an email. I do know that... The Irish government are trying to get him out and I have a lot of sympathy for them. In the beginning, when I found out about this case, like a lot of people, you get very impatient with the Irish government. They are working behind the scenes to get him out and the more I look into it, the more I realise that they are trying harder than most people realise. But I do think that uh, there has to be a change of tactic. He's been in there for two years now. Yeah. pretty really shocking conditions. I think there's someone on the line who is from Amnesty International UCC and uh, she's uh, quite involved in this case as well, isn't this That's Orla? right, this is Orla Brannigan, she's the coordinator of the student group um, of Amnesty International UCC and uh, she has an interest in Abraham's case, specifically she's close to his age okay. and has often spoken about how she feels herself that she's a student going ahead in her life yeah. and Abraham is trapped. Yeah. and under jail and under circumstances and, and that has been something of interest to her. Okay. Uh, hi Orla, you are involved with this um, this gig as well for Ibrahim. As a student, how does it feel, you know, when you think of what is happening there with Ibrahim and what what exactly was your involvement or is your involvement with this case? Oh, well, our involvement in UCC Amnesty International is a lot of me raising awareness around college and because one thing I found um, kind of crazy when the whole situation happened was that so few Irish people knew what was happening and still there's the few amount of Irish people that know what's going on is quite small or kind of the how big this actually is yeah. and so we do many campaigns like over Christmas we did an online campaign to raise awareness where it was kind of like a photo campaign and we take a photo of a UCC student and then compare their last two years so it's kind of all the opportunities that as also as Irish students that we've gotten to experience, like go to college, um, birthday parties, things like this are little things that we kind of take for granted. Yeah. And then we just compare back to every we like and bring it back and say that no, not all Irish students get to experience these things. Every time I was, was also an Irish student and then kind of give a little bio about what happened. Um, so that's just one event that we did. We had a business talk. A lot of it is raising awareness. We do letter writing campaigns to the Egyptian embassy yeah. to put pressure on them and to get more people involved. Again, just like that. 
Okay, well, that's that's great. Uh, fantastic that you're doing that. And I'm uh, quite shocked, actually, that so few people seem to know about it because it's been all over the news everywhere. I see it all the time. Is it also, you think, there's been a bit of, uh, I've heard a bit of uh, problems because of his involvement with the Muslim Brotherhood, is that it? Yeah, yeah. This is something that I, I thought hard about before I decided I would deal with it because it's coming up in a lot of blogs and things like that. Ibrahim, um, his father and somebody's family are involved in the Muslim Brotherhood. And that's not necessarily to say that Amnesty International advocates everything the Muslim Brotherhood stands for. They've done good things in a lot of countries. They've provided services and clinics. Some leaders of the Muslim Brotherhood have said things that I would worry about, you know, some anti-Semitic things. They're a very large organisation and a lot of people would um, argue against them very passionately. But we keep coming back to the central point that Ibrahim was a teenager mm. who was at a peaceful protest, uh, used his right of free speech to protest against a military coup. He didn't threaten anybody, he didn't carry any weapons, he didn't shoot anybody. Uh, a lot of blogs are picked up on very small little things, like for instance he spoke into, um, into a smartphone recording a video saying that he and other people were prepared to lay down their lives and this has been blown up into a big thing, but we have to remember this is a 17-year-old inside the mosque with weaponry going off outside in a highly pressurized situation. So I don't think that something a teenager says in a situation like that means he can be kept in a jail for 12 years without, without trial, or that, that his father is connected to people who are connected to people who may say odious things, but then we bring back the same thing as this particular individual. There is no charge that Amnesty International find would haven't been kept in jail and we, we want them to be brought out straight away. You know, again, understanding there's a big debate about a lot of the complex politics in the Middle East and a lot of different organizations, but we're talking about an innocent individual at the end of the day, minor, he's, he's 20, he's still a kid, you know, so I, I, this, this conversation will go on for an hour. But I'll end it now and say it comes back to the central point, he's an yeah. innocent individual, yeah. you know. And uh, as a mother of uh, someone that age, I can definitely understand where, uh, how he reacted, you know, that that is something kids would do, uh, yeah, exactly. uh, certainly under exactly. those circumstances. Okay, Ola, if you're still there, thanks very much. Uh, we don't have all that much time, but thanks very much, and uh, we'll hopefully see you uh, this Saturday. So it's Saturday at 8 p.m., is it? In, uh, 9 p.m., and we've got four really great acts playing. Shifra from uh, CSN, we have Conor Clancy from UCC that Orla helped us get, We've got a great guy, Jack Doherty, a uh, really amazing guy, and we have Stay, who are a new band. You can find all of them on the uh, Amnesty Cork Facebook page. Just look us up on Facebook, you'll find all the details about the gig and everything on that. Okay, and, and what uh, if people who can't make it, uh, is there any, way, any other way they can be helpful or can support you? Yeah, you can go to Amnesty International's website and there's all information, like there's a lot of specific dates and information about Ibrahim Halawa's case. Um, th this, this won't end up that after the gig we'll be putting up videos. Um, Amnesty Dublin are sending down a cameraman so there'll be interviews. So this campaign will continue after the gig. The gig will generate material that we'll use to continue the 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 um, campaign afterwards that videos and other material like that. Okay, that's great. Now, I, I was just thinking as a mother again uh, about his parents. Have you yeah. been in touch with them? Uh, do you know how those people must feel? It must be horrible. I haven't spoken um, directly to his parents um, or his family. Actually, I was at UCC at the Law Society and I was UCC organised. I saw his, his sisters speak and I heard his legal team 
and yeah, it's 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 pretty harrowing, you know. Yeah. Um, they're very, very, very worried. And do they know anything of the circumstances he is finding himself yes, in? Yes, they there? do. They do. They're actually in contact with him, and he gets regular visits. For instance, there's things like he got shot in the hand, and he never received apparently medical treatment. Just by luck, when he was in jail that first night or first couple of hours, there was somebody who was a doctor next to him, who even those didn't have any equipment managed to do some kind of rudimentary treatment on his hand. There's been reports that he's been beaten with chains, um, and I mean, for like most third world jailers, he's been really, he hasn't had a mattress to sleep on for a very long period of time. He's getting psychologically worn down, you yeah. know, as you would be again with, like now I have more understanding than I had at the beginning about the position of the Irish government, and I understand they are trying to work behind the scenes, but he's been there for two slow, years isn't it? we need yeah. we need a change of tactic i yeah. think because when he comes out of that he's going to need a lot of help as well to get over the whole trauma Colossal. yes very yes. profound trauma yeah. yeah the worst you can get you know really i'd imagine yeah and as yourself uh, working for cases uh, that must be very tough for you to um, to be dealing with it every day you know it kind of drives you to, to work for us because we have things on our websites where we succeed sometimes in getting people out or we've lobbied and helped with the issues. So on the one hand, it's harrowing and it's depressing to hear about things like that. There's actually a very interesting um, article in The Atlantic, and we're linked to that about a lot of people who are both supporters and opponents of Marseille, who are all together now in jail under Sisi in Egypt. So that's people, and we want all of them out. Yeah. So we're not like advocating for Ibrahim because of his family's politics. It's also people who are opposed to the Muslim Brotherhood yeah. who are in jail under Sisi. And we want them out as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. but you, you kind of get driven by the fact that, well, okay, this is really depressing. But there's a source of solace in thinking, well, at least I can do something or I can try to do yeah. something. And do you think, is there progress being made with Ibrahim? Is it closer to a solution, you think? Or is that still unsure? My honest opinion at this point in time is there doesn't seem to be progress. Okay. You know, not that I know of. I'm not privy to what um, the Irish Embassy in Egypt is doing. His case seems to be kind of uh, deadlocked, so it seems to be the same place that it was a year ago. Okay. You know? Okay. Now, unless somebody in the Department of Foreign Affairs pulls a rabbit out of the hat that we don't know about, I think his case is the same, and, you know, it's, it's not looking good at the moment. Uh, ask so people can go on the website, uh, sign petitions there as well, because these people are listening not only in Ireland but all over the world. So we want to uh, guide them in the right direction. Well, if you Google um, Amnesty Ireland, if you just simply Google Amnesty Ireland Ibrahim Halawa or even Ibrahim I B R A H I M, that will take you pretty much straight to a page giving you full information and links to online petitions, uh, letters that you can print off. And there's a lot you can do. Like one of the main mainstays of Amnesty International is letter writing. If we just bombard the Egyptian embassy and the Egyptian um, government with letters and uh, communiques, that, that adds pressure. Okay. You know? And they, can people find those the examples of those letters or how, how does it work for letter writing? Probably the best thing to do is to write a letter yourself from your own heart. But on Amnesty websites, there are letters you can print out and guidelines of how to write and you can sign or copy or whatever you want to do like that. If you're nervous about writing a letter and you don't know what to do, there's information there that'll, that'll help you through. Okay. And, and in these online petitions, do they really work? Do they, they have an impact? do. Uh, off the top of my head now, it, actually, if you go to the website, there's an information bulletin um, and actually if you join Amnesty we send around on our mailing list there's news every month of 
campaigns that have worked and have gotten people out you know yeah I think that's in- interesting and very important as well that international pressure works it yeah, really, really really does that it works yeah because I sometimes also think well you just put you know press a button and that's the petition signed in some cases and it seems a bit, bit strange yeah, personally I think though that a physical letter if you write it on paper and you post it in an envelope and if enough people do that if that arrives in somewhere in some office and you get like a 20,000 letters arrive in the door that adds a lot of psychological pressure when people yeah. know that the world's attention is on them or government's attention on them or you know the media's attention is on them that can make a government sweat you know okay. and they can actually um you know, change their policy. Yeah, and as Amnesty uh, in Ireland now, do you f- do you focus on one case at a time, or do you take you know? Are you doing different? We do an awful lot of moment? things. We do an awful lot of things. We do campaigns sometimes that aren't on one individual. Um, they're based on say a theme, such as um, anti-trafficking or anti-slavery. And often that we'll pick individual cases and we work on a lot at the same time. We are at the moment, it's just for this particular gig, because it's in Ireland and because it's an Irish citizen, we're theming the gig on Ibrahim's case. Okay. Okay, well, I hope you uh, have loads of people coming there. So let's let's repeat one more time. What time, when, where, and uh, how It's in the Green Lane Theatre, Saturday the 30th of January, this Saturday, from 9pm to 11pm. And the thing is, we're actually for collections at the door. You don't have to pay a fixed fee to come in. You just... Pay whatever you want. You pay, okay. you know, 50 cents, you pay 100 euros. Okay. Anywhere in between. Any, anything will do. Anything at all. <laughs> 10 okay, cents. that's good. <laughs> and spread the news, people. Do spread the news. You can go on the Facebook page. I think there's a Facebook page. Amnesty, Amnesty, Amnesty International Cork. Okay. You can find that very easily. Find that easily, yeah. And Amnesty International's Ireland page. Google okay. Amnesty International. Okay. And do share as much as you can and invite please all do. your friends. And please do come and support Amnesty International.